We will never forget that liberty has made her home here, President Grover Cleveland. On the edge of a small northern town, there was a forest. The year was 1875, and a possum was waking up to a beautiful moonlit night on the outskirts of Washington, D.C. Opie was hanging upside down by his long pink tail on his favorite high tree branch. Opie opened his eyes and stretched out his furry arms and legs and let out a great big yawn. He untangled his tail from around his tree branch and climbed up to the top branch that overlooked the entire forest. Opie loved to look at the forest as the moon gently shined down over the trees. What a beautiful night, Opie thought. It was still very dark, but Opie could see clearly at night. As Opie looked around the forest, he could see a small house in the distance. It was the boy's home. As Opie looked at the boy's home, he could see that the boy and his family were moving around outside. I wonder what the boy and his family are doing up so early, Opie said. I bet they are going on another adventure. If I run really fast, I can catch them before they leave. Opie climbed down his tree and quickly began scurrying through the forest. He ran as fast as he could through the entire forest. Opie finally reached the edge of the forest and he was standing in the boy's backyard. The sun was now shining high in the sky. Opie did not want to be seen, so he quickly looked for a place to hide. Opie looked across the boy's backyard and saw that there was a rocking chair in the corner of the porch with a blanket sitting on top of it. He quickly ran over to the chair and buried himself in the blanket with only his pink furry nose and tail hanging out. As Opie hid under the blanket, the boy and his family came out onto the porch. They were carrying satchels and a large trunk filled with supplies. Finish filling up the trunk with food and clothes, the boy's father said. Then bring it around front. We will be leaving soon. Yes, father, the boy replied. The boy ran back inside to grab the last of the supplies. I wonder where the boy is going, Opie thought. Wherever it is, I want to go too. While the boy was inside the house, Opie ran over to the large trunk and tried to climb inside. The trunk was too large for his little furry paws to reach the top so he could pull himself in. Opie knew he did not have much time. He saw the large handle on the side of the trunk. He wrapped his long pink tail around it and swung himself into the trunk just as the boy came outside. The boy threw lots of clothes and food into the trunk on top of Opie without ever noticing him. No one will ever find me in here, Opie thought, as he quietly chuckled inside the trunk. The boy closed the lid and carried the trunk to the front of the house. As the boy sat the trunk down on the front lawn, Opie could hear the sound of horses coming down the road. Opie peeked through the keyhole of the trunk. He saw several horses pulling a large chariot with red, white, and blue banners on it. The chariot stopped in front of the boy's home. Opie watched quietly as the chariot door opened and two men got out. The boy and his family ran over to meet the two men. Welcome, President Grant, the boy's father said. It is an honor to have you at our home. This must be Auguste Batori, the boy said. It is an honor to meet you as well. I am sure you must be tired from your long voyage from France. I have heard of your artwork.
There must be something truly special here for you to travel all of the way from France to America and to meet with the president. It is a pleasure to meet you, Bartoli replied. My journey is not yet over. Once you and your family are ready, we will be heading to New York. The boy put the satchels and large trunk on top of the chariot and climbed inside. The chariot began down the dirt road toward New York. As they traveled down the road, Opie opened the trunk and climbed out. As he got out of the trunk,